G'day and welcome to the In The Know, On The Go podcast produced by Humans of Agriculture. Our podcast is designed to get you across the things that matter in Aussie agribusiness in a way that's just, well, bloody easy to understand. Think of me as a friend, I, that is learning with you as we discover and chat about the topics from farm to fork and even beyond. Today I'm sitting down with Ben Dwyer from Harvest Road. I've had the chance to get to know Ben and spend a bit of time with him at various stages. He's the Chief Operating Officer for Agribusiness and they've got several roles available. So if you want to check them out, either head to Harvest Road and view the careers on their website or head over to humansofagriculture.com forward slash careers. We've got a little bit on there too. Today though, I want to specifically chat to him about the station manager role they've got at Mindaroo Station. So let's jump into this one. So we're sitting down with Ben Dwyer, the Chief Operating Officer of Agribusiness at Harvest Road. We got to spend a bit of time with Ben and the team last year checking out the breadth of the business across horticulture, aquaculture, and the vertically integrated beef supply chain. But today, Ben, we're keen to chat to you a little bit about the beef specifically and the opportunity that's come up for a station manager at Mindaroo. Firstly, mate, though, welcome and how are you going? Yeah, pretty well, thanks, Bowen. Only seems like yesterday we were talking, but I think it was in March or February this year, so I think doesn't seem that long ago, so the year must be going very quickly, but no, we're going well. It was. It was back in March. Hopefully you've had a holiday since then, because I know that was one thing we were chatting about. <laughs> I did get away from one of those uh, holidays where I needed to check out for a little bit, so it wasn't too adventurous. It was very sedate. We went across to South Australia and saw some uh, great scenery over there. It was good. Oh, lovely. So. Yeah. Ben, I'm interested, like the business has evolved even in the 12 months since we sat down with you, but for people who are, it's the first time they've come across Harvest Road, can you tell me what is the vision for Harvest Road and your integrated cattle and beef supply chain? So Ollie, it's basically to bring the best produce Australia has to offer to the world and where the business that I run is focusing very much on agribusiness, so cattle predominantly and then the processing plant at Harvey Beef that Harvest Road owns, you know, goes through the processing and packaging and marketing division takes that on. And in the agribusiness, we've got, you know, breeding, backgrounding, a feed lot, and then a small horticulture business where we do mangoes, sweet potatoes and agave. So very diverse in what we do and very diverse in our landholders across the state. So from the, we've got a few cattle stations up in the Kimberleys, then we come down into the, into the East Pilbara where we've got a, a cattle station, and then across to the West Pilbara where we have a bull breeding unit. That's where Mindaroo, we're chasing a uh, station manager there. And backgrounding, we also, when the season lends itself there, we have a few cull cows there that just come through the supply chain. And then down to extensive backgrounding uh, in the Pilbara, and then we've got three farms in the northern ag region where we basically, again, value-add cattle, do crops there and grow improved pastures there and that's where the feedlot is as well so it's pretty diverse and it's all in the one state just have to be a very big state that's got a long length and breadth (laughs) absolutely it does what does it actually take like day to day and practically to bring that vision to life across the breadth of operations that you guys are running oh look first and foremost i just fantastic people you know when you're trying to do something as remotely as agri and as remote as the australian cattle and beef supply chain agriculture. It's just wonderful people that you can rely on, you know, day in, day out. Big heart, very resilient people. So at the end of the day, for me, it's the people that we've got around us, the people we'd like to bring in, and we're rapidly growing. So 
good opportunities to bring people into the business to start at whatever level they'd like to start at, in whatever position they'd like to start at, whether it's in a northern stock camp or, you know, farming, pen riding, in the horticulture business and then moved them around. And then we've also had some success where they've gone from, you know, our, our cattle and beef business into aquaculture and, and back. So, you know, we, we can offer a fair bit, but it's, I guess that's what it takes is just good people. And, you know, we've got a very dedicated ownership structure. Other great thing is we, we sort of seen as a corporate, we're actually just a big family business and it's true to the heart of the owners, Andrew and Nicola, and they, they really enjoy the fact that we are a family, family organisation and, and we, uh, we try and act like that as well. We're very fluid in the way we make decisions as well. So that's also pretty exciting for anyone in the business, not just myself or, you know, the guys that fly in and fly out of the city. It's, uh, everyone on the ground. It's quite active the way we can make decisions and fluid in the way we do things. And incredibly connected was the thing that I took away from spending the time with you guys. It, w- it was really quite seamless from the relationships that you've got back down to, to those in the stock camps. So looking at Mindaroo specifically, you guys are looking for a station manager. So I guess first and foremost, can you just tell us a little bit about Mindaroo as a station and about the role that someone would be stepping into? Yeah, so Mindaroo is an aggregation of past releases in the western Pilbara. So the closest town is Onslow. Uh, Mindaroo uh, was founded by the Forrest family back in the 1800s, 1862, in fact, and has pretty much been in continuous ownership of the forest that, all that time. There was a small period there where they sold the original property and then bought it back uh, you know, a few years later. And then since Andrew and Nick have bought it back, they've put quite a few other pastoralists together. So it's quite a large aggregation, well over 600,000 hectares, with a very diverse range of country on a volley. The, the Ashburton River runs through it, which um, when, when we visited, that's where we uh, pulled up on the banks of the Ashburton River for a few hours, and then it goes out into beautiful, rangy-type country, very quite low-carrying capacity country, but very good weight gain and great for, for a bull breeding unit that we run there, which is a composite bull breeding unit. So, yeah, it's got a bit of scale. There's about 18 people work in the agribusiness out there. We've also got a uh, farming operation there, so we've got some pivots where we grow hay for the Pilbara properties uh, from there. So it's pretty diverse. And can you tell me, like, I guess, point blank, why has the role come up? Have people moved on? Have people moved up? What's happening? Uh, people have moved up. So an internal promotion of Hamish Katrina that has been at Mindaroo. Hamish has been there for about nine years, Katrina for about seven, and they've moved up to a general manager's position of the extensive business as a couple. So that they've moved into that role which has opened the door for someone to come in at Mindaroo to work, you know, again, as a direct report to Hamish. They'll remain on the station, uh, but he and Katrina will focus on the extensive on the extensive business, which include, you know, that's Springvale in the east, Kimberley's, Jubilee in the west, Kimberley and then Balfour and Manilia and Brickhouse down sort of north of Carnarvon and north of Carnarvon. So he stepped into a very good role and really need a great, you know, young manager at Mindaroo who's looking for the next step in life or something. If they're a young manager managing somewhere and looking for the next challenge, that's probably where we'd like them to go. And we do have a real focus on developing our people within the business. Ollie, and I think you probably saw a bit of that when you were over with us. So that, that we're looking for someone to come in and that wants to make a career in the integrated beef supply chain and go through a few phases with us to hopefully to take home as your job and 
I'm kind of hoping he takes takes mine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like making yourself redundant. I'm actually pretty sure that's what you said. You try and work your way out of the job. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, that's a measure of success. So Hamish and Katrina, will they still be living on the station and running that, I guess, that larger geographic area as well? Yes, yeah, so they'll still reside at Mindaroo, and, but they'll be away from the station complex a little bit where the intention is to build a new residence there for that role and then the manager's role will come in and manage the agribusiness. There is another side to Mindaroo. Um, it's where Andrew and his family have owned and lived there for a long time and Andrew spent some time there. So there is a, a you know, complex at Mindaroo, but the station manager's role will have, you know, obviously something to do with that facility because it's all there in the main compound, but Hamish and Katrina will oversee that mainly with, with the, what we call sort of like a private team that live there. So... Uh, there's some exposure there, but generally the, the role is to run the agribusiness based at Mindaroo, which is pretty exciting. So there's a bull breeding unit there. Ollie, as I said, there's the irrigation and, and then we background cattle. And over at Uaru, which is sort of one of the more eastern leases of the aggregation, we have a cull cow depot there. So store condition cows, wiener mums come down from the north and we value them there on their way down to Euphoria. The meatworks. <laughs> they really do start at the top and work their way back down, don't they? Yeah, yeah. If you're going south, you're only going one place. <laughs> I remember that. Where I'm living down here in Victoria, but I can't go much further south. So, God, <laughs> I've had a oh, sorry. That's only for bovines, not for <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> what kind of person, like to you, is going to be the type of candidate who's going to be a successful person in the role? What are you guys looking for? Looking for someone that's very grounded, uh, looking for a potentially, you know, preferably a couple that have decided that, uh, you know, ag is where they want to be and beef and cattle game is where they, they want to succeed in their career. Looking for someone that's self-motivated, a very, you know, technically skilled, so understands livestock, understands what a breeding process is in, in a pastoral environment. Really looking for a great people person as well. So someone who can lead and nurture a team to success and then and really pick our, you know, our stars out of the egg team and have the uh, fortitude to push them forward to make the most of their opportunity within the business, get them to be the best version of themselves they can be within the industry and then also have the ability to put them up for promotion or transfers within within the business or the industry. So... You know, we'd like to see ourselves as a training ground, not only for our own harvest road, but for industry as a whole. So that that sort of, if you know, there's guys out there, guys and girls out there that have got that motivation, we'd love to see them apply for the position. So I guess just one other question before I'll throw it open mic to you, but like, what does success look like? If you reckon if someone's in the role um, over the first 12 months and then looking forward kind of into the future, what does success look like? for that person and, and for the business? Ollie, I think, and as you probably have seen when you visited us, we're such a new business. So what success look like, looks like is to make the business unit administer their own and drive that for success within the supply chain, but also from a, from a profitable point of view, an environmentally focused point of view. So, you know, we're very cognizant and conscious of leaving the country in a better state than where we have taken it over. Driving productivity per hectare and per 
you know, AE is very important to us. So what's the measure of success is how do you take over what's being started there and develop that great work and make it your own, really. So to me, that that's what success would look like from an operations point of view. From a personal perspective, it's how do you step up? How do you get to where you want to be and where you'd like to aspire within the within the group? Or we, we use us as a stepping stone to the next level because we'd like to be able to bring people back in if we can't keep them on a trajectory upwards, but also be realistic on time frame. So, you know, do, it, miles under the belt is always a great way to get a lot of experience and put that experience to practice as you get into your twilight years. And is there anything else that you want to add or throw in there at this stage, Ben? Well, what I would what I would say is that the you know West Australia is developing our beef and cattle industry very rapidly. It's pretty exciting to see what's happened since I've been back in the West in the last couple of years with genetics and animal production. Young guys coming into the business, girls, guys, and starting and really making a go of it. So that's pretty exciting. And the opportunities. And this isn't just in the West, in the in the ag space, it's fantastic, you know. It's, uh, it's a great, healthy lifestyle. Like I said, we've got to have resilience and don't want to be shy of get getting a sweat and working reasonably hard, but the rewards are there for all those guys. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, we'll be sharing a little bit across our social media of some of the footage that we caught, at, like when we were over there and, and meeting some of the team. So, yeah, if people want to find out more, they can find out more either at Harvest Road under the cruise section or... We'll have a link through at humansvag.com. So thanks, Ben. That's great. Thanks, Holly. Thanks for your time. Well, that's it for another episode from us here at Humans of Agriculture. We hope you're enjoying these podcasts. And, well, if you're not, let us know. Hit us up at hello at humansofagriculture.com. Get in touch with any guest recommendations, topics, or things you'd like us to talk and get curious about. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Rate, subscribe, review it. Any feedback is absolutely awesome and we really do welcome it. So look after yourselves, stay safe, stay sane. We'll see you next time. See ya.